The following, the following, rated R, rated R, rated, rated the following. Hello everyone, welcome to episode one of Rated R for Rants. Just in case you didn't know, at the same time that I'm dropping this episode, I also dropped an episode zero of the podcast. Basically, the whole reason for that episode is me telling my story on why I'm so passionate about video games, why I love them so much, and just my story in general on what brought me to the dance in the first place. So it was, it's a shorter episode, it's not really like what the main episodes are going to be like, not as much discussion, more just straight up storytelling, but I do think it's an enjoyable episode nevertheless, it's, it's shorter than normal episodes will be, it's 30, 30 minutes, but I do think it's worth a listen if you want to know more about me. It's uploaded at the same time as this episode, so if you're interested, go check it out. If not, you've got a great conversation today. There's something that I wanted to talk about, and I figured it'll make for a good first episode. I wanted to talk about my experience and my opinion on Final Fantasy. Now, as I stated in my episode zero, if you listen to that, I didn't play a lot of video games when I was younger. I went straight from the Super Nintendo as my first console to the PlayStation 2 then to 360, PS3, Xbox One, PS4, all of that. But I missed a long span of fantastic video games, which was primarily all of the Final Fantasy games on PlayStation, PlayStation 1, that I never got the chance to play. And for the longest time, I've wanted to play them. I've seen them. People talk so fucking highly of those games. And there's so many of them, and I've always thought, eh, I'll get to them one day. One day, and I've got, since it took me a long time to get into video games like I did, I've got a long list of games that I'm going to play one day. I'm going to play these games. Well, just recently, uh, I think last year, after Final Fantasy VII Remake got announced initially, I'm like, alright, I'm going to wait for that, and I'm going to experience Final Fantasy VII. And when I found out that it's not an actual remake in the sense of they're changing a lot of shit uh they're changing the base fucking battle mechanics they changed some plot they changed a lot of shit in the remake and i will talk more about my thoughts on the remake but i thought well fuck i want to know the difference so i'm gonna play the original before i play final fantasy 7 remake so i went into final fantasy 7 and i only got up to the chocobo form right outside you get out of midgar it's as far as i got then i found out how far the remake goes, and I'm like, oh, okay, then. It's just in Midgar. So I can stop playing the original, because I was getting annoyed by the original at the time. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll just wait for the remake, and I'll play that part of the remake, and I've got, you know, probably another couple years to actually catch up and to play the original Final Fantasy VII. Now, this wasn't my first Final Fantasy that I played. I played Final Fantasy XV when it released. And to put it lightly, at, at the time... When Final Fantasy XV released, I enjoyed it. A lot of people did. It was people thought it was a good game. the The wide, you know, opinions on Final Fantasy XV was it's a good game. Now I will circle back around to XV, but I've also heard from a lot of people that I respect in the industry that say Final Fantasy XV was bad. I remember having fun with it to a, to an extent, and I remember the parts once you get to Niflheim, once you lose your powers with Noctis and all of that shit. I remember fucking hating it, but I don't remember all the little details. I didn't remember. We'll get back around to that. Don't worry. So I stopped playing Final Fantasy VII. Okay, that was my second Final Fantasy game that I've ever touched was Final Fantasy VII, the original one. I went into the remake. 
and I was very excited. I seen the opening sequence, and it's something that I've never experienced for a game. And it's going to sound stupid when I say it. But even though I only played part of it, up to right after you get out of Midgar, even though I played it a year before, in the year 2019, was the first time I played Final Fantasy VII, I felt nostalgic in a stupid kind of way going into Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because seeing what it was, and I enjoyed what I played of it, it, just because I stopped and was getting agitated doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I loved what I played. I just didn't feel like continuing it at the time. I just I wasn't in the mood for that type of game. So I was super excited going into the remake, and I was feeling so nostalgic doing the the beta that came out or the uh, the demo. I fucking it was awesome. The combat felt great. The music was amazing. The characters were just how I remember them. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. So the game came out. And if you are interested in seeing any of that, I have a full playthrough of Final Fantasy VII Remake on my Twitch channel. So check that out. It's all in the Collections tab if you're interested. Nevertheless, we continue. I played through all of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and up to an extent, up until I think you got to Sector Seven, and you went into the bar, you went to Seventh Heaven, I was really enjoying the game. Then you got to that first open world little area with the side quests, and I'm like, oh no, this is a bad omen for the rest of the game. This doesn't look good. And it wasn't. It's it's side quests that were tacked on for no fucking reason. They were consistent of go find my kids and or chocobos and or whatever the fuck I might have lost. Go kill this enemy you fought ten fucking times already, but this time it's a mini boss with a lot more health. Go clear out this one little area with a few enemies. It, it was it was very basic and very nothing. There's no plot, no nothing. Some of the items were cool from what I've seen. I didn't really do much of the side quests because, well, they were fucking boring filler. And they would have made me hate my fucking life and wanted to kill myself with the fucking disc cutting my neck if I continued. So, I decided not to. Uh, and I was streaming it and that would have made it fucking boring. The further we went... The combat, while very fun, there were very, very, very fucking few uh, actual battles that took advantage of the combat. A lot of it was you get into a battle, and it's over. You press a couple fucking buttons, you press square a few times, and it, it, it's done. You don't actually have to use any tactics or anything, so you get to the boss fights. And the boss fights, while they had their own issues, and I will get to that in a bit... The boss fights were the only time when you actually utilized the combat system in a meaningful way. There was a lot of them expanding the game for no reason. A lot of walking sections, like when you went to... You were heading back with Eris to Sector 7, right before you went to Wall Market. And that whole section where you're using those robotical arms to transverse the environment as a puzzle sequence... That was so fucking boring and stupid. And the rebuttal for people that are fans of this, and there are a lot of them, and I will address that, are, well, it was in the original. Let me remind you, in the original, there was a robotic arm that was knocked over that you fucking walked over. You know how long it took? A fucking second. They expanded that into fucking 30 minutes of walking through a boring fucking corridor, doing boring fucking puzzles, if, if you take more than a fucking few minutes to do it, it'll tell you how to do it anyway, so what's the fucking point of the puzzle? It's not hard, it's not, it's just fucking stupid and it's time-wasting. 
No one enjoys that. What the fuck? And through it, you get these boring fucking fights that just, you know, you fucking fight them and you don't have to put forth any effort. It's just fucking done for you. I'm surprised there isn't a fucking auto. Actually, no. Pretty sure the easiest difficulty has pretty much an auto fight feature, except you can select what certain moves they do or certain da magic damage they do and shit like that. But it's, it's a lot of fluff. There was a lot of fluff. The characters, a lot of them just felt fucking annoying. Uh, characters like fucking Eris were absolutely fucking annoying to me. Could not stand them. A lot of the voice acting fell extremely flat from some of it was all right. Barrett. Barrett at times was fucking golden. A lot of the Shinra employees, especially towards like the last two chapters, where you started seeing Hojo and all these guys, they're, like their character building more, and you're getting to actually see them. Those characters, especially Hojo himself, he just looks like a fucking creep in his, his mouth, the way he talks, the way his face is animated. I love it. I love him to death. But most of the characters fall on deaf fucking ears. The going back to side quest, a lot of the side characters as well, they looked like shit visually. The voice acting was absolutely fucking abysmal. And even some of the good characters, like Barrett, is probably the best out of your main cast that you see a lot. He's not amazing. He's passable. He is decent. He is not amazing. There's not a single amazing fucking voice actor in this. Some of the visuals were great, but uh, the, the game fucking holds your hand so much and drags so much that you don't care about these amazing scenes from the original at a certain point, okay? Once you, I don't remember the exact chapter numbers, I would guarantee, it's around like chapter maybe 8, 9, whatever, right after you finish with Wall Market and Don Corneo sends you down into the sewer. That sequence, the next probably three chapters, I believe, were the fucking worst part of the game for me. Going through those sewers, absolutely fucking, eh, it's alright. That's alright, I can deal with that. Getting out of the sewers, okay? Going to the haunted fucking train. I didn't like the sewers, but they were manageable at the least. Going into the train yard killed the pace. Because all throughout the sewer, and this is what really bothered me, you've got Tifa and Eris having conversations. Oh, fuck, man. I wonder if Don Corneo's lying. We don't know. Shit, we better hurry back. Better hurry back to Sector 7, just in case he's not lying, you know, so we can... Just in case, so we can help. But they, 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 they make sure to stop every fucking five minutes to have the same conversation. And they don't walk, they stop. They stop in their tracks and they make sure to say, Oh, fuck! We better hurry. It killed it for me. I hated it. Because it made no sense of, yes, we're trying to hurry. We understand what's going on. Why the fuck are we stopping? And that continued. Then we went to the train graveyard, and it was more of the same. And a lot of just, oh, we can just go through this door. Now we're going to walk slowly, slowly, slowly. Bam. Closed. Can't get through. Keep on fucking with the... And they, that injection of the side story for those two chapters, our, our characters... Pretty much fucking forgot about the main thing they were going through there for. For two chapters and just fucked around. It killed the pace. The characters didn't care about the story. They didn't care about what was going on and neither did I. And I can guarantee the fucking characters didn't even know what was going on. The only one that seemed to know was fucking Eris. No one else knew. So guess what? The fucking players didn't know either. It was all fucking stupid and a waste of goddamn time. What was the fucking point? 
If you're gonna remake a fucking game, completely fucking remake it, make it fucking different, but make it fucking good. If you're gonna do dumb shit like that to pad out the fucking game to 40 hours so you can sell it in three to four fucking parts, okay? Make the original game or make it fucking good. There was so many instances in that game, and I can go on. Some of the fucking bosses in that game just felt fucking cheap to fight, especially towards the end. They started adding ads. It just felt fucking shit. So even the best part of that game just fell on deaf fucking ears. And either a lot of them weren't very difficult. You beat them in the first try. The only way you die is if something kills you that's really fucking cheap. Or, especially towards the end, get characters for a boss fight that you didn't know you'd have for that boss fight. And you only have so many materia, so you switch around shit for the characters you're using. You get in that boss fight. Oh, shit! I have nothing for this boss fight. There's gonna be fucking shit like that. It pisses me off. The game had so much potential. And what really pisses me off is I've heard nothing but pretty much universal praise for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And while it has some redeeming qualities, I would say it's at its best a fucking average video game. It's not good. I've seen comments of it's the best thing released on this fucking current generation of consoles. I'm sorry. If you think that, if you legitimately think that Final Fantasy VII Remake is the best game released on modern fucking consoles, you should not be allowed to spend your own money on shit because you are too fucking dumb. You don't have a fucking opinion on the video game industry because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I understand that Final Fantasy VII is a beloved game for people. I fucking played it. We'll get to that. But you need to understand that just because you like it doesn't mean it's good. To put in a perspective, after I finished Final Fantasy VII, I went and watched Advent Fucking Children, which, by all accounts, is a bad fucking movie. Guess what? I found myself enjoying it because I watched it right after finish finishing Final Fantasy VII, and I enjoyed my time with it. It was fun to see the characters fully realized, fully voiced. I enjoyed it. It was fun. But at the same time, it was a really fucking bad movie. The voice acting was bad, the visuals were fucking bad, the plot was fucking rushed, barely fucking comprehensible. It was shit, but it was fun to watch, and I liked, I like Advent Children, but I know Advent Children is shit. That's what you need to realize about Final Fantasy VII Remake. You can like it. You can like the remake all you fucking want. I ain't got a problem. But when I start hearing it's the best of the generation, when games like fucking Bloodborne exist, fucking Red Dead Redemption 2 exist, some of the newer fucking Yakuza games exist. Uh, w what else? What else? Fucking Wolfenstein, which is a favorite of mine. Doom 2016. Doom fucking Eternal. Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mario Odyssey. I can go on forever, but I keep saying them to make a point. That it's not on the top of that fucking heap. It's just not. Games that people love that I think are eh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I, th I, don't, I don't like it, personally. I think it's overhyped. I think it's an Ubisoft fucking clone. Not my thing. But I think that's better than, eh, about on the same level. 
But still, there's just so many that people think that's the best game of this generation. Now, I've seen that. I've seen that multiple fucking times. It's not a not an isolated incident. And even without that, people still fucking love the game, and they think it's fantastic and one of the best games released this year. I'm sorry. I disagree. The same people that like Final Fantasy VII Remake hate games like Death Stranding, which I actually really fucking enjoyed. A hell of a lot more than the Final Fantasy VII Remake. A hell of a lot more. But... I can sit here ranting about the remake for the whole fucking podcast, and I'm going to rant more about it, but we're going to move my, my, you know my opinions on the remake, I fucking hate it. We're going to move on to the rest of it, rest of the story, otherwise I'll be here for an entire fucking hour. After playing the remake, I decided, as much as I hate this, oh, and I almost forgot the ending. Fuck the ending, it's stupid, Nomura gave your Kingdom Hearts bullshit out of Final Fantasy. <laughs> Moving on. Going back to the original, I'm like, oh man, this has got to be better. Everyone loves this game, and I had a lot of fun with what I played. I've got to go back to the original. I've got to experience what people fell in love with from the original Final Fantasy. And I did. And over a couple weeks, I played it, and I felt, I don't know, man. It, it is a very special game. I literally caught myself, okay, during cutscenes, or even just when important shit happening, I might have a podcast on in the background or a live stream. I will pause that so I can focus on the cutscene or focus on just them talking in a, a serious situation. And really, it makes no sense for me to do that because none of it's voice, anything like that. But I just got so into it that I paused it just like I was watching it if I was watching a cutscene for a AAA video game in modern times. And that's when I knew there was some fucking magic there. And I, I, I fell in love with the characters. Way more than I did in the remake. Cloud, Tifa, Eris, Barrett, the fucking antagonist, Reno, Rude, all those people, man. There wasn't a character that I didn't like from the actual original. And it just leads me to believe even more. How? How do you take such a good base? They had something amazing to work off of. And their combat in the remake, they got right. While they didn't have sufficient fucking enemies to challenge you and to put the full combat system to use the combat system itself in the remake is really fucking good they did a good job on it a fantastic job at blending final fantasy 15 which was piss poor press one fucking button and final fantasy 7 which was the turn based and i love what they did with it but they dropped the ball on so many other things like you couldn't even play Red 13 in the fucking remake. And I know you're going to be able to play him in the next one, and that's fine. But in that point in the game, in the original, where you got Red, you could fucking play him. All that is chalked up to is, well, you only, hit him for you only get him for two chapters. So why the fuck are we going to make a whole new character, whole new playable character, for like a couple fucking hours? I understand it. I get where they're coming from. All I'm gonna say is, if you're gonna do the fucking remake, you're gonna put it into parts. Do it fucking right! You don't get to cheap the fuck out! Do it the right way! Now we're back to ranting on Final Fantasy VII Remake. Anyway, I loved every single part of the original. I cannot think of many things that I dislike. It's exactly what I was told it was gonna be for... Years and years and years when I've been saying, I want to play it, I want to play it. And I was even more pissed off about the remake after I played the original. Because all of this cool shit 
that's coming up. They ruined, for me in the remake, they ruined the plate being dropped. I hated it in the remake. It was after all that buildup of three chapters of fuck characters not giving a fuck and fucking around the entire goddamn time, we get to the part where they drop the fucking plate and no one fucking cares, especially not me. So what the fuck is the point? And I hated it. The boss fight at the end was cool, but that was the... I didn't care when Jesse died. Oh yeah, spoilers for all of these fucking games I'm talking about. If you didn't know that was coming, it's your own fucking fault. But yeah, Jesse died. Didn't give a fuck. Biggs died. I guess he might not have if you've seen the end. I didn't give a fuck. And they're rewriting history to the point where I just don't fucking care anymore. Who's gonna die? The whole fucking plot. I guarantee it's gonna be... We're not gonna let Aerith die this time. And I know it's technically Aerith. I'm calling her Aerith because fuck you. I just don't care. That was her name in the original, at least for me in America. So that's what I'm calling her. It's just... They killed off fucking Biggs and not... Ten minutes fucking later, oh, he's alive again because of plot ghosts. I'm going to hate these fucking plot ghosts. I hated them. Once they showed what they are and they showed the way they're going with the story. And I didn't get the story immediately because I didn't play the original and I didn't play Crisis Core. And I didn't watch Advent Children and all of these things. They all tie in. I had no idea. I found out. And... Don't take me 100%. This is kind of like, you know, just tidbits of what I took from the things that I heard. Basically, the events that are taking place in the remake are an alternate timeline of the original. Basically, the original happened. Advent Children happened. Sephiroth, because Sephiroth has the black wing and all kind of shit, so it shows us Advent Children, Sephiroth. So, he went back in time, or... Somehow, once again, I don't know 100%, and he's trying to reverse what happened. This Sephiroth knows what happened in the past, knows what he needs to do to change that. And basically, you killing the fucking giant Kingdom Hearts boss at the end symbolized you breaking fate. And that from now on, nothing has to be the same it was in the original. They can write a completely different story than they did in the original. And if they're going to do that, and I know this might not be the popular thing, don't market it as a remake. Not a remake. It's a fucking retcon. But it's not really a retcon, because they're continuing the story, in a sense. So, make it a fucking sequel, or something. I don't know. Do something. I just hate the way they handled it, and the more I've played the original, the more I fucking absolutely fucking despised the remake and after i played the remake didn't know exactly what i was gonna go to next but i was in a final fantasy kick and crisis core was a little more fucking uh difficult for me to obtain and to play than i hoped it would be so i decided to go to final fantasy 15 next for my second playthrough and i'd been thinking okay I've heard a lot of bad shit about Final Fantasy XV. A lot of good shit about Final Fantasy XV. Same for Seven R, but more positive than negative for Seven R. But from the people I respect in the industry and I agree with their their thoughts, they you know a lot of Final Fantasy XV is shit. And I even heard well, Final Fantasy Seven R is shit, but it ain't as bad as Fifteen. And I'm sitting there thinking, 
you know, I don't remember 15 being a great game, but I do remember enjoying 15 to an extent. And I looked at video games differently when that came out. I didn't look at them with a critical eye. I just, oh, if I had fun, it was good. And I do remember parts that I didn't like, parts that I did not have fun with, but I didn't remember all the details. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. They also have DLCs out, all the episodes. Now is a perfect time to jump back into 15, to, pull, to do my second time around through Final Fantasy 15. And I started it, and I'm going to be honest, I didn't hate it. The combat was still fucking eh, the characters were eh. The world looked good, even though it was fucking empty, everything was marked on the map. I do like the aspect of traveling around in your car, which you could fucking drive it, but whatever, the automatic thing is shit, but can live with it. Actually driving around, talking to the tipsters, getting your information that way, and then it popped up on your map, I kind of enjoyed. It wasn't difficult, but it was at least something... It was better than everything's on your map by default and going there and getting your quests and all that shit. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it, but it just started getting old. It was the same thing over and over and over again. There was no depth in the combat. You could hold the fucking dodge button, wait for them to, to go to hit you, counterattack, and that's all you had to do. There was never a time where I thought I was going to fucking fail in that game. You can stock up on potions and just spam fucking potions and you ain't got to worry about it. And there are still some annoying parts about the combat. If you do go down, your maximum fucking health continues and continues and continues to shrink. And that's fine. You don't have to immediately use a phoenix down. But I ended up fucking hating it because I kept getting to a point where I was really low health having to use a potion. And I was like, just fucking kill me. I want to use a phoenix down or and a character comes pick me up. Or for some reason, the game just won't let me use a fucking phoenix down. Even though the health is gone, I'm just sitting there. Shit like that pissed me off. The dullness overall in the combat, I just didn't care about any boss fight that happened, any enemy that I fought, nothing. I, I didn't worry about anything. A lot of it was just a fucking slog. If it, it wasn't difficult, it was, I don't do a lot of damage to this enemy, and it's a slog, and it just takes me forever to beat them. I didn't like it. But I was enjoying myself to an extent going around doing all the side quests, but... Here's the thing about Final Fantasy XV. If you do all of the side quests, you will be severely fucking overleveled. You do any side quests, you're gonna be overleveled, and that's what fucking sucks. And it's an issue that a lot of games have, okay? Let me ask you this specific fucking question, okay? Why... Is there a leveling system? What fucking purpose does it have? And it has some kind of purpose in 15, to an extent. You have XP gain, you have certain quests, which are certain levels. All right, all that shit's fine. Why don't you have the main quest scale to your level, at least to an extent? In a game like... FF7R, we're going to go back to this fucking hate train of fuckfest. I did not see the point in the levels. You never noticed when you leveled up. You never fucking cared. And there's so many modern games that are RPGing of fine games that don't fucking need it. And I'm not saying Final Fantasy is one of those games. It's a fucking RPG. But it doesn't need all these elements just because it's an RPG. It needs to have leveling. Just because it's an RPG, it needs to have X, Y, or Z. 
a lot of games fall into those traps. And I do want to do a podcast talking specifically about that kind of stuff, but I digress. I was not enjoying uh, that that element of I'm going to play these side quests. I only want to do the side quests. Oh, but fuck, I'm going to outlevel the main story. Well, I, I, didn't, I don't remember doing much of these when I did my first playthrough, so I want to do a lot of these. I didn't do all of this shit because I got bored of it. I wonder why. So I eventually got bored of doing the side quest, pushed on with the main story, and it was fine. It was all fine until one specific point. Now, the turning point, can I just say the Leviathan, fighting the Leviathan by pressing one fucking button is the stupidest fucking thing in the world, but whatever. I deal with it. I move on. After you get on that fucking train, it is a train ride to fucking hell. It drags the fucking game. It kills everything. You're not even able to really fucking explore. You're just stuck on a boring ass train in a plot that up to that point, no one fucking cared about. Because I mean, up to a certain point you play it, then you have to stop playing the game, go watch a fucking movie, come back, that's how you get the plot. The, the, no one gives a fuck about the story in 15 and getting on that train healed what was enjoyable about 15. Even the small bits. And I'm not saying it was good before then. But it was enjoyable at the least. The music was alright. Not really anything memorable. If there's one thing 7R did right is, oh my god, the music. That game was worth being made just for the music. Fuck the game. The music was amazing. I'll take that any day. But 15 just, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. I played through it all. All right, I'm like, eh, not really good. But I'm going to try these episodes. And a friend told me that, oh, the episodes are good, man. They lift up the whole experience. And can I say, one thing I almost forgot, and oh, I need to talk about this. And I'm pretty sure this was not in the original. Towards the end of the game, the last chapter, when you go back to fucking... Insomnia. That's what it was called. Insomnia. You forget because it's not fucking important. <laughs> but when you went back there, you fought, I think, maybe two or three bosses, maybe in the original. They decided it was a good idea to have a fucking, basically, a boss rush. I don't fucking know how many bosses I fought. I probably fought fucking ten bosses towards the end of that game. And it was one after another of a big fucking thing. What is this? What's the fucking purpose of this? Oh, what's the name of it? What the fuck does that mean? It's nothing fucking descript. It tells you nothing. It does nothing. And the only point of them was to give each of your fucking teammates an opportunity to be played so you could play them. That was added in with the episodes because you played as the other characters so that you could finish off the bosses with those fucking characters. I think there was at least four or five bosses tacked on that were fucking nothing, fucking stupid, and fucking boring for the sake of, I think it'll be fun if other people can play as the other characters. They'll love it. No, we don't fucking love it. It's fucking stupid. Makes no goddamn sense. Your combat is the weakest point in your fucking game. So why do you think it's a good idea to do that? Makes no fucking sense. I fucking hated it. I couldn't stand it. Then you're switching those other characters. I remember when they put me on fucking Prompto. Fighting the boss. I'm like, I don't know how to fucking use Prompto. They told me. I'm like, alright. I'm trying to get the hang of it. 
The boss took me fucking 20 minutes to get low because I wasn't doing any fucking damage for some reason. Then I fucking died. Prompto died. And you know what? It also sucks because Prompto had the lowest health. And it pissed me off. Because then I had to redo the entire fucking boss fight. I couldn't use the character I was used to using. You threw me in on this character who has low fucking health. Who doesn't fucking... Just not as smooth as Noctis. And it fucked me. And they... I hated it. I fucking hated that ending. Why? The ending, the game was bad enough. Why the fuck would you want to attack that on? Who the fuck played that ending? And thought, you know what we need? More playable characters and more bosses, you fucking morons! What about came with an idea? You should be fucking fired and never hired in the goddamn video game industry again, you fucking idiots! Why did you think that was a good idea? My how did I almost forget about that? My god, I hated that. I fucking hate- I almost forgot. Going on to the actual fucking episodes, though, hey, I gotta have the podcast live up to its name, don't I? I did say in episode zero, the rest will be different, and the rants will come, and they will. They don't plan any of this shit, they just fucking happen off the cusp. But, going into the episodes, I started with episode Gladio, it was a lot of fucking nothing, it was, I wanna go and beat this guy, why? It's like a rite of passage, alright then. It was, I mean, they're all fucking short. I think I finished episode Ignis in less than a fucking hour. They're all at the most like two hours long, maybe. Gladios's episode was eh. It wasn't anything amazing. It didn't give... I mean, I guess it had some character development. They all gave some character development to an extent, but nothing crazy that I gave a fuck about. It was at least fun to control. Prompto's was a little bit better. I did enjoy actually fighting as Prompto slightly. Surprisingly, the, the gun mechanics were not... Good, but not absolutely. I've played FB. I've played shooters that have worse fucking shooter mechanics than Prompto did there, so that wasn't bad. When I actually had time to get used to him, he was, was alright. And I did enjoy that to an extent. That final fucking boss fight, that giant fucking worm thing coming out of the ground. If you didn't land every single fucking shot in that last phase, every single shot, insta killed you. You were done. It wiped you. But not like the thing was going to kill you throughout the rest of the fucking... It just didn't kill you. It just followed you and you shot it. And if you failed, it took you another 10 minutes to get back to where you were. And it was just boring and fucking annoying. And probably the worst boss encounter in that fucking game altogether. I didn't care that Prompto was just a fucking... I don't even remember what it was called. A Magitek Trooper. I didn't care. I didn't give a fuck. It felt so tacked on. And then we got to episode Ignis. And... Such a big point in the original my first time through. Why the fuck did Ignis go blind? Why? And they told you. And to give it credit, it was the best out of the three. It was the shortest, but it was the best. And it actually gave a decent explanation on why he went blind. So it isn't as stupid anymore as it I initially thought it was. But fuck, I still hated it. He was the funnest. His moveset was the fun. It wasn't hard. He was the fucking easiest to play. He just kicked everything's ass. I only used the ice elemental attacks because it was the only one that I fucking needed to actually do anything. It just fucked on everybody. But it, it just wasn't fun. Even still, it was the best out of three pieces of shit. Like making three fucking Assassin's Creed games saying these are the best. I mean, they're all shit, so what the fuck's the point? I'm sorry, the new Assassin's Creed games are shit. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna poke fun at that. But, and also that metaphor wasn't great. 
they were shit. They were all right, but they were shit overall. And my final conclusion came to, yeah, I think Final Fantasy 15 is worse than 7R. And now we come back around to what the main topic of this is, and I'm just now getting to it, is Final Fantasy 7. And recently I played through Final Fantasy 9, okay? And I'm not finished with Final Fantasy 9. I've played maybe a quarter of it. I'm still in the middle of playing it. But I'm getting the same feeling I got from playing Final Fantasy 7, where I absolutely love everything that's going on. I'm in, dude. I, I am just, I'm in love with it. And it, it just makes me think even more, why are they doing this? And when I look at Final Fantasy games, I look at pretty much in three different eras, three different, you know, sections, three different uh, types of the game, pretty much. Not the basic explanation, but I will explain it further. You have the originals, which are like one through six, which are the, you know, the, the original format. They're good, but they're less talked about. You have seven through ten, which are considered to be some of the best games released, period. They're all fucking loved. I've heard nothing but good from them. Then you have eleven through fifteen, which is, we're going to try different shit, where eleven, I never even heard of eleven. I heard people talking about every Final Fantasy. And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there one night and I'm like, fuck. What's Final Fantasy XI? Because I never hear about it. What is this game? And I had to look it up. It's like, oh, this was an early version of basically FF14. That would explain why I didn't, I just never heard of Final Fantasy XI. Then Final Fantasy XII and thirteen. I've heard mixed things about both of those, especially of thirteen. Fourteen went to the MMO style. And 15 is what 15 is, and then 7R. Basically, they've been going downhill. They're changing the magic that was what Final Fantasy was. And they're trying to bring it more to a mainstream. And your hardcore Final Fantasy fans, a lot of them liked 15. A lot of them liked 7R. And a lot of people listening to this podcast are going to disagree with me off the bat. They're going to like 15. They're going to like 7R, but I challenge you to, and I know it's very, I have a whole different experience of I never played the originals as a child. I am just now playing them. If you played Final Fantasy VII in 1997, okay, and in 2020 they release a new version, dude, you're going to be so excited. You're going to be, rose-tinted fucking glasses are not going to begin to fucking explain your feelings, and I understand that. I felt that, and I played it in 2019. I played Final Fantasy VII partly in 2019, and I still felt that way going in. When I walked into Walmart for the first time, I was giddy. I was so fucking excited. I was so happy. Like, oh my god, I get to see this in beautiful fucking HD. Something I... You know, people never thought they would see. And I was blown away. I was locked in. I was in love with it, just like everyone else for a time. But then I came back down to reality. And, you know, seeing all the fucking issues that other people don't see. People need to learn, if you love something truly, you don't just blindly love something. The more you critique something, the more you say, 
no, fuck this. You did this wrong. Do it right. The more I believe you actually care about the things you're, you're passionate about, I love Final Fantasy. Period. The two that I played, the originals, I love them. I've seen where they were coming from with the remake. I love the core of it. I love the idea of it. In 15, I can see the magic in those other games, and I will play all of them. I'm still playing 9. I own fucking 10 and 10 too. I will play 8. I will play 12. I will play 13. I will play 6. I will play Crisis Core. I will play all of these games. And it's sad to say that just looking at them, I can tell if they have that magic. And I know, I think 8 and I think 10 will have that magic. The rest, I don't know. But 10 and 8 will have that magic. And the new games just don't have that magic. They're going more mainstream with them. They're trying to capture the widespread audience. The tagline for Final Fantasy XV was a Final Fantasy for beginners and for fans. I disagree. That was a game... For super fans and fans of fucking Ubisoft. That's what that was. If you like generic open world games, Final Fantasy XV is your shit. If you like Assassin's Creed Origins and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you're going to love Final Fantasy XV. It's right up your alley. It's a boring fucking empty world with a lot of fucking numbers that mean nothing. That's all it is. They took the magic out of Final Fantasy with these two games, and all they've done is make me want to go back and play the old ones. I don't think that's the that's what they want. They're making money off of me from the older ones, which, yeah, they're making money, so who cares, but the new ones just... And I know that Final Fantasy XV and Final Fantasy VII R sold amazing. They sold fucking millions of copies. I think Final Fantasy XV was the best-selling Square Enix game. I'd be surprised if VII R doesn't break that. I or something fast is something selling for Square Enix. I don't know exactly, but I know it 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 broke some kind of record, and I would bet that Seven R broke that record. I I don't get it. I know you're making more money, and more people are probably going to be interested in these games than the original. I don't get why. I do not get why more people would be interested in Seven R in fifteen rather than seven, eight, nine, ten, anything back from that. Why? That it, I, I, I find it fucking hard to believe that anyone would rather play those games, but people do. That's what the widespread fucking media, fucking consumers want. And I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I've seen outrage on Twitter over Donkey's YouTube video. And I'm sitting there, and I'm Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why is everyone so pissed off? And I watched it. He echoed pretty much everything I fucking thought. And I'm sitting there, why is he getting outrage? It makes no sense. You people should be outraged that you were sold that fucking game and being told it was Final Fantasy VII, because it's fucking not doesn't have the fucking heart, doesn't have the fucking soul to be Final Fantasy VII. It just doesn't. Doesn't fucking resemble it. Sure, it's got a similar coat of paint. Sure, the characters are the same. Sure, the world is the same. 
all that. Like, yeah, it's Final Fantasy VII. It's not. I don't know. And this is going to sound, you know, like I don't know. It's going to sound like bullshit. I don't know what the magic is in the originals. I just don't know. I don't care that they look like shit. I don't care that they're not voice acted. All these things that they want to improve upon, which if you just improved upon would be amazing. I don't know what it is, but there's some kind of magic in the originals that they just don't even get close to capturing, to harnessing in the new games. And that was the whole point of this video. I don't think there's enough critical fucking discussion on Final Fantasy, on those new games. I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see enough people looking at those games and being like, what the fuck is this? There are people, okay, that played the remake, and uh, I've heard it. Oh my god, I see what everyone was talking about. I see it. I understand why everyone talked about this game for so long. Why everyone loves Final Fantasy VII. You don't. I'm sorry, you don't. From someone in a very similar position who finished the remake before I finished the original, trust me, you don't. You don't see what it is. You, you don't understand what people were experiencing. And even I don't, because they played this game 20 years ago. Over 20 years ago, in 1990-fucking-7. They played it. 23 years ago. None of us can... If you didn't play it then, you can't experience what they have. But you can, to an extent. That game is just not a good representation of Final Fantasy VII. And I'm sorry to anyone out there, if you, if you think that is, you need a fucking palate cleanse. And going into the next game, I don't know if I can allow myself to play it. Because that would require me giving Square Enix money for this fucking travesty that I know is going to be bad. Because while the first game was linear, and it's supposed to be linear because it was all in Midgar, and Midgar was fairly linear. The rest of the game is open world. Now how? My question, how are they going to turn that open world into an actual game? You know, a modern game. I don't get it. Especially how you transverse the world, because you can't do two separate continents. You can't do this continent for this half the game, this continent for this half the game. You cannot do it. It... You would have to do fucking... I, I would think two to three more games is what we're going to get. So say if you do two more games, you can't separate a continent and continent. So you're going to have the whole map there. The whole map is going to be in the next game. So why can't they just go to that map? You know, there's times where, like, when you can go to Wutai in the original. When you can be able to go to Wutai in the remake. I got a feeling it will not be the same time, and it will not be the same way. Like, I randomly happened upon Wutai when I played, and it was a cool little side story. I liked how I found it. I got a feeling it's not going to feel as organic in the remake. How are they going to separate this and make this an enjoyable game? Because I don't see how they're going to separate. There are points where they could, where they could separate it, and it would be fine, but the point of the matter is to do it even remotely well, you're going to have to make 
the entire open world and put it in the game. You're going to have to. The entire world is going to have to be put in the game. So then begs the question, why the fuck are we doing it in parts? Are you going to make the game in the open world, then make the game in the same open world again? I don't know. I don't see how they're going to make this good. I, if I was them, make it two parts, dude. Midgar, then the rest. And it doesn't work well because Midgar was such a small part of the original. It was like four to six to maybe eight hours if you took your time. That's it. That's as long as Midgar was. And they stretched it to 40 hours, not in a good way. Think, think, okay. If they stretched Midgar to one game, but made Midgar an open world. Because it, well, I'm sorry, but if you think Final Fantasy VII Remake was an open world, play a fucking Dark Souls game for the love of God and see a fucking open world game, you fucking morons. It wasn't an open world in the slightest. Think if you could have gone to all the other sectors. I'm pretty sure all you went all you went to was six and seven, right? Might have went to eight? I don't know. Why? Why didn't we go to the other sectors? Explore more on top of the plate. They just explore more of seven and six. Why? You had this opportunity, a full game of just Midgar. And you could have stretched it out to way more than 40 hours of quality content. Way more. But you were lazy. You went the short route. You went the cheaper route. You made the same fucking game in the same places. And you made it worse. Congratulations, morons. You did a great job. You could have done something amazing, something truly groundbreaking with this game. And give it a reason to be a fucking remake in multiple parts. You did not prove to me that it needed to be in separate parts. You padded out the original. You padded out Midgar. And you're going to pad out the rest. If you turn it into four games, I, unless they fundamentally change how the progression is and how the land is shaped, how you progress through it in the story, I just don't see how... They're going to, they're going to do it. And they can't, they, they, there's no way they can keep the side quests the way they were. Because there's some stuff you can access at any point. How you randomly happened upon Yuffie? You think that's going to be the same? No way! No way! If it's even still random, which I fucking doubt, they're not going to let you get there all the way through the first game. Well, oh, the second game, I'm sorry. Without finding Yuffie, there's no way. And you're going to find Vincent at this certain point. It's not going to be on maybe this point, maybe this point. Maybe I can do it. No. There's going to be end up being set points. And same with the side quests. You might find similar side quests to what they were. They're not going to be as spontaneous. They're going to be on the fucking map. They're going to be checkerboard bullshit. Paint by numbers fucking quests. That's what you're going to get. If people thought that this game was good and are excited for the next one, I don't think there's any getting through to you if you legitimately think that the next game is going to be great because of this one, because of how this game turned out, because of how the first part of 7R turned out. I could not be less excited for the next game. 
because they shown me how they are going to do these games, how they're going to change them, and how I just, unless they fundamentally change every single bit of how they do the remake, which I doubt, they're not going to change all kinds of parts because that'll take them money and time that they don't want to spend. This is an easy fucking cash grab because of the name Final Fantasy. Nevertheless, Final Fantasy VII. You're bastardizing the fucking name. You're squeezing it for every fucking dollar it's worth out of these people that 23 years ago fell in love with one of video games' most beautiful pieces of fucking art. You are preying on their nostalgia. Yeah. While Final Fantasy XV might be worse overall as a video game, has no redeeming qualities whatsoever, really, 7R is more of an insult. 7R is more in the direction that we do not want. And I say this to everyone out there, if you truly love Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy VII specifically, you will not buy the next fucking part. Because I refuse to believe if you're a real Final Fantasy fan that you will buy the next fucking part. If you do not see where this is headed, the rose-tinted glasses are too fucking dark that you are now fucking blind. Wake up, everybody. It's time. You want to get outraged at everything in the fucking world? Hey, there's something to get outraged about. You're getting fucked over. This is like someone coming into your house, fucking your wife, and you saying, Thank you! I'm glad you had a good time! That's what they're fucking doing. They're coming in and fucking your wife, and you're liking it. You're saying, Thank you! Actually, here's some money for it! That's the best analogy I can use for this. Square Enix is fucking your wife! Eh, maybe not the best analogy, but it fits. It, this game, this series, is going in a direction that is only going to kill the magic that it had. Because this series will never go back to the way it was, just because of the way things are in corporate greed. I understand that. But if we continue to support this, if we continue to have no blowback whatsoever, we're only going to get further and further away from the actual things that we want. And this is the first. If 7 goes well, if the remake sells well in 8 parts, and fucking, sign 8 parts, oh god, 3, 4 parts, and it all sells a couple million copies, do you think this is going to be the last? And some of you might be all excited. Oh, yes, I want my favorite one. They're going to do nine or eight or ten or six. Why would you want it? Because I don't want it. Not this way. Not If, if this is what they're going to do, I don't want another Final Fantasy game for the rest of my life. And I can live with that and I'll be fine with that. That's what I want. Because I would rather the things that I love stay the things that I love instead of me having to come on a microphone and bitch about it for an hour. Because what's the point? 
you take the enjoyability out of it. But I'm going to be truthful, and I'm going to say what I think. Because if no one rebels against this shit, if no one says, no, this isn't what we want, they're going to continue to do it because they're going to make fucking money. So please, please, please. You want to play Final Fantasy games? Play through the original ones. I guarantee most of the motherfuckers that love the remake didn't play half of the original ones. Didn't play all of the ones up to 10, up to fucking 13. They didn't play them. So please just go back and play the fucking originals. Come on, goddammit. Play the good shit. If you play all the good shit and you look at everything with an open mind, some people have a hard, some people have a really hard time understanding this. Objectivity and subjectivity is a very important things to understand. Subjectively, you can love Final Fantasy VII Remake. I understand why anyone loves it. Objectively, it's a bad thing for the industry. It's a bad thing for Final Fantasy. And I really do think that we are reaching Final Fantasy's fucking finale. Thank you very much for listening to me talk about this for a fucking hour. My fucking god. It's something that I thought would be a fun first chat. Something that I'm, you know, new in the brain because I am experiencing all this very recently. If you enjoyed this, please, please, please make sure to come back. If you didn't, once again, hear my episode zero. It is uploaded at the exact same time as this one. Go check that one out. You can get more of an idea of why I feel the way I am and why I am so passionate about the games that I play and about the industry in general. I don't rant for no reason. I don't get pissed off for no reason. There is a reason, and trust me, you will find out if you listen to that. It's a whole different style. A lot more somber, a lot more quiet, but it is enjoyable nonetheless. If you want more content from me right away, you can check me out on Twitch at Smacky, on YouTube at Smacky. You can follow me on, and let me spell that for you, S-S-M-A-C-K-Y on both of those. On Twitter at SmackseekerRC, S-M-A-C-K-S-E-A-K-E-R-R-C. On Instagram, Smacky. And I post shit on there fairly regularly on Instagram, Twitter, and <coughs> TikTok. I post clips of the podcasts early. When they upload on Fridays, I post a clip on Wednesday giving you a sneak peek of what they will be about. A little bit of a sneak peek on what I talked about. So those are all ways of getting a little bit of a sneak peek on what's coming up. And Twitch and YouTube if you want more content from me immediately. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Rated R for Rants. The following, the following, rated R, rated R, rated, 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 the following.